You're listening to the Whistle Pulse podcast with me, Laura Hanlon, keeping your finger on the pulse with all the local info you need to know. I've got you covered every weekday morning. Good morning. It is September 30th and following on from Orange Shirt Day. Today is National Day for Truth and Reconciliation. And I hope that you take it easy on yourself today and each other. Lots of programming in order to to process feelings you or anyone you know might have. So um, it is September 30th and it's a pretty beautiful dawn out there, I have to say. Daybreak this morning has some low-lying valley cloud in the valley. Still temperatures above zero, above freezing actually for the past 10 days in the high alpine. And yeah, it's going to be a pretty beautiful day at this fog a valley fog, well, um, lower level fog, uh, cloud bank, I should say, due to clear. It is beautiful up top and we're looking for a high of about 22 degrees today. Yesterday was a high of almost 21 with sunrise today in at 7.10 and tomorrow, tonight, sorry, sunset at 6.53. It's official. Yeah, the uh, more more nighttime, uh, longer nights than and shorter days right now, but into the single digits too for some overnight temperatures temperatures with a return of some high pressure and some lovely fall weather into October. 25 degrees due to be the temperature tomorrow, same as the high on Sunday into Monday, a little cooler at 23 with, yeah, the overnight temperature, but but much milder than it was two weeks ago. Yeah, looking at temperatures of about 9, 10 degrees even coming into dawn. But yeah, uh, some beautiful weather for us. Great weather for biking. I'm sure. Uh, I really hope you got after uh, you were involved with Walker's Tooney Ride yesterday, the cross country path uh, in the bike park, along with their AGM and APRE. And there's a few updates on the trail network too uh, that you might want to hear about. So, uh, yeah, some tree thinning project completed on the Mountain View Rainbow uh, connected there, uh, no, notified by a trail runner from just. Oh, two days ago there's no closure sign remaining there along with reports that cultured climb is very dry uh old binties binties billy's epic from three days ago very very dry we haven't had enough rain i know uh which means yeah uh, not ideal for mushrooms either not just yet but apparently lots of loose chunder on lower ridge just from two days ago far side really dry as well but uh yeah dry no ideal really reports for the local biking community as of right now. But if you're on the road today, with it being a stat holiday for some government workers, there could well be more traffic, especially moving around to enjoy the nice fall weather that we've got over the weekend. A long weekend for some means it will and could well be busy. Well, it could well be busy. Uh, so anticipate that for your drive today because there are a few uh, bits of ongoing utility work that could well affect your drive, including an FYI that upcoming on Blackcomb Way next week, October 3rd to 7th, you know there's been ongoing uh, sewer main repair work on that section between uh, White Gold and Nancy Green Drive there. And uh, well, from the health clinic north, there will be a road closure next week from the 3rd to the 7th. And an FYI, after yesterday, the water main break on Northlands Boulevard affected some businesses yesterday. It has been repaired. That was repaired 
pretty promptly. So yeah, for other utility work though that could well affect your drive, you've got some utility work kicking off next week between Alpine Way and Riverside Drive with a lane closure in both directions. And the shoulder will be closed there too. But there's also going to be a closure to the Green Lake pullout. You know, the one just after Trudy's Landing? Uh, yeah, just there. It will be closed due to some road repair stabilization. Uh, so FYI, that will be closed on your way or to or from Emerald. Mm-hmm. Pretty cloudy on the Duffy this morning as well. FYI, huh? Uh, in the cloud bank there, but calm traffic levels first thing in the morning. Ha- there have, however, been numerous tragedies and accidents on Highway 99 within the last week or so. And uh, yeah, really thinking of so many people who are involved with with the people lost and and those accidents or have been triggered by that too. I know our highway really suffers from a lot of accidents. So I hope you're doing okay. And remember to reach out to people if you need to talk, honestly. Uh, The candidates meeting, the all candidates meeting hosted by Arts Whistler and the Chamber of Commerce was on Wednesday night. I managed to shoot over to the Mary Young Arts Centre after I'd finished uh, at the radio station. And there's a great rundown from Brandon Barrett uh, uh, online. Obviously, it was a long meeting, but uh, you might be interested because some of us, uh, some members of the community wanted to put forward questions. However, there was a really a big time constraint. Everybody was moderated and asked to shorten their uh, their questions. However, there are two more candidates meetings for your diary before you can go to polls. Uh, yeah. And one of which will be an informal meeting on uh, tomorrow. Yeah. At the Whistler Public Library from 1 to 5 p.m. That's organized by the Mature Action Community, Whistler Seniors Advocacy Group. They'll be holding that meeting. And from 1.30 to 4 p.m., there is a Q&A session. Can't stress how crucial that is so that you can ask questions that matter. Like, are you looking for clear policy action on on the housing crisis, on other key issues like for 4,500 rezoning at Northlands Boulevard? Key issues to you and others in your community. If you can vote, not just if you can vote, but if also you're a member of our community and can't vote, make sure that you put questions to our incoming council and mayoral candidates. That is, there's a one opportunity. There will also be a final all candidates meeting slated for Wednesday, October 5th, which incidentally is also the day that you could do some advanced voting at the library. But from October, on October 5th, from 6 to 8.30 p.m., at the Mary Young Arts Centre, there will be another all candidates meeting hosted by Whistler Aware, the uh, Association of Whistler Area Residents for the Environment, as well as Whistler Community Services Society. That free that event is free, both are free to attend, but space of course is limited, so make sure you secure a seat early. And there are refreshments as well from four to five pm um, at the library for their event tomorrow uh, to celebrate National Seniors Day. Yeah, tomorrow. So lots going on, as you can imagine, in our town right now, including that the BC Bird Trail has expanded to Whistler, in case you didn't know about that. Yep, very true. That is, uh, yeah, um, coming up. So, uh, yeah, I'll give you more information on that in the podcast next week, I reckon, because there's lots to talk about, like the fact that the Whistler Blackcomb Turkey Sale will be happening October 7th to the 16th, but that isn't going to be set up like in previous years at Merlin's. It'll be at retail locations. 
in their stores, such as Kansky Showcase, the outlet store. And there will be a Marketplace Sidewalk sale too on October 8th and 9th. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. And if you're looking for a knitting night, there used to be a knitting club in town. I'm sure they still get together that was called Stitch and Bitch. But on October 6th at the library, so um, on the first Thursday of the month, they're going to be starting a fiber arts night. So be it crocheting, knitting, weaving, uh, yeah, any of those uh, those uh, crafts. And you can, yeah, you can uh, attend on Thursday night starting this October 6th. Yeah, super, super awesome. And more events at the library of course happening to well today the library will be closed for national day for truth and reconciliation but through the weekend into october they will have they actually don't have any programming for the weekend but on monday they do have their games night from 7 until 9 p.m Tonight at the Mary Young Arts Center, courtesy of Arts Whistler from 6.30 and as well, two shows actually at 6.30 and 9 p.m. There'll be some comedy with music and improvised show based on audience interactions and suggestions. So very much audience fueled will be happening with David and Ken tonight. Coming up next week on, when is it? October 6th, the Vancouver International Mountain Film Festival will be uh, doing a, a tour here and that uh, there's stores at 6 30 along with the show at 7 p.m at the Mary Young Art Center with multiple films this uh contingent actually presented by Arcteryx and yeah lots of thought-provoking outdoor adventure and mountain culture films uh, such as the fortress ghosts uh like before they fall ecologists very much putting this on in partnership as well so that's happening on October 6th but again advanced voting opportunities so I mentioned one at the library on October 5th is also one on October 8th and general voting day is Saturday, October 15th. Uh, Yeah, I hope you got all that info. But of course, with today being Truth and Reconciliation Day, I saw a lovely post that somebody shared yesterday from Grandmother Isabel Maywasig. And I hope I've got that pronunciation right. Um, For parents, for instance, if you're worried about your child not having an orange shirt for today or you don't have an orange pin, uh, but don't worry, your heart is in the right place, she says. Don't stress about the orange shirt. What really matters is that you talk to your kids about what today means. And I think that's that's really important. And there are lots of opportunities, some uh, really beautiful programming from the Squamish Lillowat Cultural Center today. They have two wonderful weavers doing a demonstration and uh, conversation today actually from 2.30 to 4.30 and at the SLCC today, tomorrow as well as Sunday there is free admission and tomorrow's weaving with Chief Janice George and Willard Buddy Joseph will be, uh, uh, today's sorry, at 2.30 will be a wonderful opportunity but I can't imagine how hard it is for the Squamish and Lilwat and First Nations of Canada in particularly today so be kind. And I've got uh, an update from the Women's Centre. The House Sound Women's Centre are closed today as well, as is their uh, Pearls Value Village and Vintage in Squamish. But their Squamish and Whistler drop-in offices are closed. And they've got a wonderful post on their Instagram about what you can do, what we can do to act and start a dialogue with those in our network on this day and every day, you know, to network community and family, to show our support for truth and reconciliation by reading 
including the TRC calls to action and wearing orange today, be it even just your pin, you know, like, uh, yeah, lots of opportunities. They're really great post. Um, so I hope you check that out. Mm-hmm. What's else coming up this weekend? Well, the Creekside Garage Sale is happening this Sunday. So that is from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. in the Creekside Underground, hosted by Aware, the biannual event. And happening tomorrow at Coast Mountain Brewery is Coastoberfest. <laughs> and uh, would love to be there. However, I'll be saying post in, uh, in south of the border, actually, for <laughs> a BFS. That's right. I will see you at Rufus at the Gorge on Saturday. But uh, for Coast Oberfest, this will be from 2 p.m. until late tomorrow. They've got live bu- music, Bavarian snacks by Spicy Girls. They've got German-style beer flights and a stein-holding contest and a best outfit contest, which I'm gutted to not be a part of because... I've got my like uh, Trindle style dress that I wore at the uh, the Whistle Village Beer Festival. However, they didn't include me in the uh, in the best outfit. Um, anybody else notice that? Anyway, so never mind, whatever. But uh, let's tell you about some other things that are happening over the weekend. Well, not the weekend, happened just the other day. The major news that Vale is, well, pending approval, looking to upgrade Fitz chair to an eight-seater and Jersey cream to a six-pack uh, come next summer. So this has caused a huge amount of discussion. And if you look through the report, the fiscal fourth quarter uh, report for Vale, uh, it does tell you that they sold 1 million epic passes last year. This year, 2 million epic passes. I'll let that sink in. But what does what would that mean? You know, a lot of people gesticulating what that would mean having a Fitz chair be an eight pack for the bike park, you know, double the volume getting to Garbo chair and then having that narrow down. But not just that for the winter, you know, like Fitz chair used a lot by locals because it's the shortest queue to get up and up the mountain and over to Garbo. But it's not beginner friendly. It doesn't seem to be beginner friendly. You know, the Olympic area, just too hard for beginners to get to if they're loading on fit. So a lot of congestion being talked about, you know, those potential, a lot of gesticulation, should we put it this way. However, that is still pending approval. So apparently those lifts were slated for Park City, but uh, yeah, that upgrade was revoked. So anyway, that's causing some discussion and a buzz. I'm sure you're part of it. Also causing some discussion is that cab that, uh, well, has tippy-toeing into a ditch which looks to be around Eagle Drive. Where is that? I'm not too sure. But oops is the caption that comes along with that one. But yeah, it's coming. It's going to be October 1st tomorrow, which means you all are thinking about Halloween, aren't you? Yeah, huh? And it's official. It's back. Halloween in Tapley's, of course, on October 31st as of 5.30 p.m. Yeah, uh, that uh, spooky neighborhood will be extra spookified after a really long absence. So that's coming up. Yeah, get uh, get thrifting. Uh, also coming up is some spin classes happening October 3rd right through to December 15th on Mondays and Wednesdays and Tuesdays and Thursdays at Meadow Park Sports Center. It is just $5 per, gl- uh, per class on October 3rd through the 6th, but then $12 a class for Whistler residents after that, or $15 a class for non-Whistler residents. Mm-hmm. A couple of birthday shout outs, one from yesterday for Mev Mariev. 
Uh, Mev, I don't know if you've taken Dan's last name, but Mev Mass's birthday was yesterday. Happy birthday, along with Jade King's. Uh, Valerie Vermette's birthday is today, along with Mama Helder's coming up tomorrow. Uh, Al J. Cunningham, if you uh, you know him from his Max Fish and uh, yeah, Days Back in Whistler, an honorary alumni, Whistlerite, and along with Kyle Black's birthday coming up in a couple days. And I want to wish Tara Benham a happy birthday, but I'll do that on Tuesday's podcast too, because we've got some amazing throwback facts from Stinkies on the Stroll to head your way, including that on this day in 1960, you know, The Flintstones was the first animated sitcom to, uh, from Hanna-Barbera to premiere on ABC. Yeah, this day in 1960. Um, it's also uh, Martina Hingis's birthday, FYI. I'm tying that in with a tennis fact because apparently uh, Peter Stuyvesant of the New Netherlands forbid tennis playing during religious services. And that was the first mention of tennis on the US on this day in 1659. Cool, huh? Mm-hmm. Stinky's going to love this one in particular. Uh, Babe Ruth's final game as a Yankee was on this day in 1954, where he, uh, yeah, he went a zero for three. Mm-hmm. And on this day in 1846, anesthetic ether was used for the first time by American dentist Dr. William Morton when he was extracting a tooth. Uh-huh. Yeah, crazy. And did you know it would have been Sissy Houston's birthday? Sissy Houston is actually the mother of Whitney Houston. And she was a member of the Sweet Inspirations and the Drinkard Singers with along with Diane Warwick. But as a backup singer, she worked with Aretha Franklin, Shaka Khan, Luther Vandross, Elvis Presley, David Bowie, Jimi Hendrix, Van Morrison, and Beyonce on Dangerously in Love. Yeah, many others as well. But yeah, wanted to let you know it's her birthday today. Thought you might like that fact. And that on this day in, this day in 1999, Krista Berg's website was closed down after countless obscene messages were posted on his guest book. Remember when websites had guest books? Yeah, one message consisted entirely of two four-letter words repeated 3,500 times. I blew my mind this morning, but let's give you a joke and a track to send you on your way. And uh, here's one that made me giggle. I always, you know, knock on the fridge door before I open it. Yeah, just in case there's a salad dressing. <laughs> Today's track of the day isn't actually a Rufus track. No, because that's who we're going to see tomorrow down at the Gorge. But it's actually a Fred Again, Future and Swedish House Mafia track because Fred Again is supporting. And Fred Again is... And a wicked DJ from North London, however, is pretty heavy for some, and that's fair, but super talented. Check out his Boiler Room mix from just last year. But yeah, I wonder which track to put on, like, oh, should I put Jungle on there or, you know, Kyle? Uh, but no, we're going with Turn On The Lights because it's a freaking banger. It's for your Friday. Hope that uh, that cheers you up. I know it's going to be a very heavy day, but that's okay. Just move through it, process it, and uh, help others do the same. Yeah. I hope you have a lot of time for truth and reconciliation today. I really do. So I'll bid you adieu. Happy Friday. Getting this out a little earlier so I can get myself sorted. And I will chat to you Tuesday morning. Podcast is here for you every weekday morning at 7.15ish and is sponsored by Stinkies on the Stroll. Stroll on down for all your hunger, thirst, sporting and apres needs.